1: Punk To the 153rd episode of the Shadow Order Podcast, I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And not with me, as always, is my good friend Wink, because he's already done for the week. Instead, in the crossover of the summer, we're bringing over the uncanny Mr. H from the Galactic War Report.
2: What's going on, man? Hey, hey, good to be here. I'm uh, glad we could show up that Infinity War.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: crossover.
1: Yes, there you go. I guess it was end,
2: it was end game this year, sir. End
1: game. Was yeah. she little two years old there, or is it a year? Yeah. Was last year it's been a anywhere? Year. I don't.
2: Know. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I uh, we had Wink on our show last night, or Sean had him on there. Uh, by all accounts, it went well. What I heard on the way to work today was good. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to be here and see what else we can dig into.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That was it's. Uh... It was nice we were thinking about doing some some preps for geos and GACs, and then all of a sudden there's a brood brood alpha kit that drops, so. For,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not uh I we don't know where he's going to actually land yet, right? As far as being able to grind him out.
1: Uh don't think so. That's the one that's no. the biggest question for me, actually. Because I'm curious because as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I've read, it seems like he's going to be the the hot Han or the who was the one we farmed for Darkseid? Oh Stark. So it seems like yeah, yeah. It seems like he should be released any time now. If we're going to need him next in two weeks, you know what I mean. So maybe he's dropping somewhere on Monday, Tuesday when that update drops, and that's why they announced the kit tonight. That would be yeah, that would make sense. I think. Cause you got to give us some time to farm, right? I know people are gonna go nuts on that when it drops.
2: Yeah, we'll see. It'll be a special mission. It won't be one required to get stars, so probably not. Follows the same.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I have used as far as I can guess, and then we're just kind of jumping all over the. We're just getting right into it right here. But the- see, I told you,
2: having an outline is just it's nothing to me.
1: <laughs> but it's it's funny because the. Uh, I, it feels like Brood Alpha is going to the, be the key to this Ackley fight that we'll talk about here in a bit, which will also be the key to getting Wat Tambor. So if we can't get into that battle in the first Dark Side, then half people might not even be able to get him in the first one. So I think it will be all the Faro.
2: Probably. I mean Stark was what in Guild shipments, right? And that's the only place he is. So unless you've really been saving up your guild currency, if, if it follows that pattern, the Geo Bro is not going to be a really super attainable even inside of two weeks.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially, yeah, like you're saying, with if it's guild. Unless they put it on its own node, like Stark is now, but I don't think Stark was on his known when it started. I so. don't
2: believe so. He could have been. It's been so long now, I do not <laughs> remember.
1: Been a minute been a minute so yeah. um yeah well now that we're we're past that the uh <laughs> i want to say <laughs> give a big big shout out to you guys on the galactic report blah, 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 blah. galactic war report appreciate you guys reaching out us all getting together uh after all this time it seems like i think you guys are on what you did last night was one fifty nine for you guys yeah, something like that yeah we're we're pretty neck and neck as far as uh Who's been on longer? Yeah, it's been uh, weird. This is 153 for us. So I think, I think I remember. And it's funny because I remember, and this is, goes back way back. I don't know if you remember the podcast, if you want to call it a podcast, but Ritual Gaming. You remember those guys?
2: Knew, yeah, and the name rings a bell.
1: It was a, It was three dudes who sat around a kitchen table with a Yeti and talked at it. So the sound quality wasn't great, but that was the first Swagga podcast that I remember listening to. Yeah. And then I, then I heard your guys for a little while while well, we were figuring out ours. And then we came along. It's just funny how things progress. And I know that there's now, you know, a whole bunch after that. So yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know, we're
2: pioneers really, <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, it, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been like three and a half years, three and some change at this point. So I think we were April, 2016
1: about I, I was just looking and i think ours our first episode was about two weeks before mods came out so that third episode oh, okay. when mod apocalypse was happening was a uh was a fun one
2: yeah you know these kids these days they don't when we we talk about when protection came out they're like oh, no it wasn't yeah. a thing the
1: thing that killed royal guard
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, and a great many other things it uh it changed the game so drastically when Protection oh, yeah. suddenly existed. <laughs> Came out oh, of nowhere. Sure.
1: Well, I think we have a lot of crossover between uh audiences, between our show and yours, but if there's some out there that don't know about your show, go ahead and tell us what's up what's up with Galactic War Report. What do you guys like to do over there?
2: Uh we are a Galaxy Heroes podcast, obviously. We talk about Galaxy of Heroes, usually news of the week. Um, we try and pick a not necessarily immediate newsworthy topic to kind of dig into. Uh, like we have our uh territory mastery segment where we pick something about a territory war or battle and kind of dig into the little bit of the nitty-gritty on it, something that you don't necessarily think about every day. Um We w- were tracking the meta pretty heavily um and talking about the changes on a week to week basis. Um But that pretty much died during the Treya meta where it didn't change for (laughs) six months.
1: You know, I was going to say Jedi Revan, but then I realized when you said Treya, it clicked even more. (laughs) That has been a while.
2: It it was touch and go during the Palpatine meta, too. Like, we've had a a good run of things not going away. But, yeah, that's me, myself, and uh, Sean do it. We uh, recently were at Star Wars Celebration where we interviewed four or five employees from Capital Games um have had a lot of them on the show we've been lucky enough to have that so yeah yeah we, we've been around we were <laughs> game changers until recently
1: <laughs> quite recently it feels like
2: very recently yeah uh you know, it's funny we only we, we we resisted becoming game changers originally because we liked kind of being outside the system so to speak mm-hmm. But then they had that trip to California when they were doing the Treya reveal. And they're like, well, you have to register as game changers. And I'm like, well, okay.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> you got me. The to, you pulled it <laughs> in. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... Oh, man, that's the one thing that never happened while we were in it before today. Is there no trips at the point after we joined? I'm like, is so close to me. I would have loved to have gone back over there. But...
2: Yeah, I... uh. I mean, I'm in I'm in Detroit, so it was a bit of a hike for me, but it was still a lot of fun. I also had some pretty severe tummy trouble the entire time I was there, so it had its ups <laughs> and downs.
1: I mean, it's kind of close to Mexico. I I think I drank at the water when I lived in San Diego, so yeah. not to worry well, about it's, it too in
2: Sacramento, much. it's in Sacramento, so it's not that
1: far <laughs> south. Very true. Very true. Um. Well, awesome. Yeah. So I yeah I've listened to you guys a lot over the three and a half years so a lot of times you don't want to listen to your own voice so go and listen to everybody else you guys and- it's something
2: i had to get over early on in podcasting because you, you, you have to be able to listen back and see how much of an idiot you sound like yeah <laughs>
1: when, when did i screw up you know yeah I'm, I'm drinking soda tonight so but half the time i used to be how many words were slurred at the end of the podcast as opposed to the beginning sure. <laughs>
2: That's a good way to track it.
1: Yeah, exactly. The, uh, so I, I had some questions I wanted to ask you just to get, you know, for anyone that might not know the answers to these about you, just to kind of get to know you. So we'll start it off with your favorite star Wars quote.
2: It's, it's gotta be Jabba the Hutt. Um, (laughs) because it's so universally, usable in everyday life.
1: Oh. I know I say it at least three times. A
2: I time. use it a surprising amount, <laughs> believe <laughs> it or not.
1: That is, it's like Hello for you, right?
2: Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> Alright, favorites. which one's your favorite Star Wars movie?
2: I am contractually obligated to say The Last Jedi, because I did like it, and so I'm forced to do that. Uh, to either <laughs> that or probably, or uh Revenge of the Sith honestly and it's mostly on the strength of uh the battle the, of Mustafar
1: I dude twins because Revenge of the Sith is my favorite and it has everything to do with Anakin versus General Ken- or Kenobi so I'm with yeah. you man and I'm the you're the only person who be- has ever said that for a similar reason so I'm kind of surprised
2: yeah it, it's it's good i mean you it's Anakin is Honest to God, evil. I mean there's there's no he's just trying to do the right thing. No nah, man, he turns. He
1: turns hard. He just killed a bunch of kids. You know? Yeah. Now he's that whole fight scene's great. The ending of it is great. Just the the, mm-hmm. the interaction between Anakin and Kenobi. That's just I, I go back and watch that section of that movie all the time. So good. Yeah. All right, how about this? Favorite Star Wars character. I don't
2: know, honestly. <laughs> um there are so many I like. None of them are main characters generally. Mostly because I-, I love how quickly things become ridiculous when you're not a main character in Star Wars. <laughs> Even side characters, like the guy who tries to sell death sticks to Obi-Wan Kenobi, whose name is Alan Slea's Bagano. Cause it's sleaze bag, and it's so dumb, but I love it. Right, uh, but other than that, it's probably Ventress as far as like actual characters go, uh, because she actually has a very interesting growth over the course of the Clone Wars.
1: Well, it's funny too because she's one of the few characters you could say deserves like five different tags: scoundrel, bounty hunter, yeah. Night sister, separatist. Like, I don't know if well, she is a separatist in the game, so maybe she does. But yeah, and this thing like does
2: she, should she really be though? I don't. I mean, it, if she has it, why doesn't Django?
1: Why doesn't Savage? Wasn't he well, Dooku's? Yeah, in the same type of is. way. So
2: he hung <laughs> around for like four episodes, but
1: yeah. Well, and he was in there before. Uh, well, we could talk about who was in before who forever. So <laughs>
2: true, true, true.
1: All right. Then, as far as that goes, who's your favorite Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes character?
2: I love the Imperial Troopers, um, which I do include Gar Saxon and Imperial Super Commando in, despite the criminal act of them not having that tag.
1: Almost as weird as Veteran Han and Veteran Chewie not being Resistance.
2: Yeah. Well, that, I mean, even then, they like hung out with the Resistance, right? But Gar Saxon and the Super Commando were literally part of the Imperial oh, Army. The
1: Imperial Army, yeah.
2: But uh, yeah, no, I, I I've always had a, been a sucker for like the the faceless armored masses, which is why clones is probably a close second one. Uh, like the clone sergeant, <laughs> like the first character they hand you in the game. I love that stupid character. Um, but they're great. They got fun synergy. Ever since they uh, fixed uh, Veers forever and a day ago, they've been one of my favorite factions. I, I gear twelve of those guys real quick.
1: I. I can honestly say I would love to have them there, but mine, mine are still hanging around Gear 10, which is where I got them for Darkside Territory battles, I think.
2: There's for longtime listeners of our show, or really if you tune in at all, uh, I do a lot of bad things in the game.: <laughs> Like I Imperial Troopers were like my, one of my first all Gear 12 teams, and I tried putting them in arena for a long time. Um, it went poorly, as you would expect.
1: You were, imp- you're an Empire guy too, though, right? You have a lot of the Empire geared?
2: That was my first, like, big project when I was, after I did Troopers. I was like, you know what? I'm going to gear 12 the entire faction.
1: Because I remember so hearing I on your that. show about you gearing, you were the one that convinced me that Stormtrooper was good. I remember that episode specifically. I did. You were talking about it, and I went back and I looked, and I actually liked his kid. I don't know if I it's still not, believe it too bad. much, but the the whole uh, he's like a reverse version of Stormtrooper Han, because Stormtrooper Han gives your team turn meter when you hit him. If you hit the Stormtrooper, yeah. I believe he takes a certain amount from the other side. Something he that. does
2: have, what I think is the worst Zeta in the game, though.
1: Yeah, what Wall of Stormtroopers is it called?
2: Right, he gets offense and defense up for every character who's dead.
1: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: gr- it's great.
1: Yeah, so that's the one you want to make people do when they lose bets.
0: Right, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Wink kind of got out of... He had a bet with uh one of our... One of the guys from our alliance that does the trivia, and he wound up having to do Stormtrooper Han and Rose. So... <laughs> One was decent. Stormtrooper Hans is pretty decent, but the Rose one.
2: Eh. Ah, my resistance and my rebels are so bad I couldn't even tell you. Mate, those are probably, I think, Stormtrooper Han. Even for me, is like year eight, seven. <laughs> I I have a very strange roster.
1: I won't want to see it now. The here uh... <laughs> that
2: right, you want me to pull? It? I'll pull it up. I,
1: it is. Yeah, if you toss Linden it to me, I'll check it out later, The because I am curious. But I mean, like, I, I I gear some things on off times that are weird. Like, I have a Gear 12 Gamorrean Guard. Uh, I geared the Ewoks back when they were bad. They weren't yeah. bad, but they weren't used for anything. And so... the
2: I, I started gearing those guys back right around when protection was a thing. I was mm-hmm. like, this is my arena team. It was very bad.
1: Yeah they they still don't hit very hard, but they hit often at least. Yeah. Well, okay. So, what's your current arena comp? What are you? what's what are the team you're using?
2: I am rolling with Padme and pals. Um, so I got Padme, uh, General Kenobi, Anakin, Ahsoka, and currently I'm using R2 because um, it's helping me get past the Jedi Knight Revans. Um, if I can get my R two fast enough, I can stealth, force the mark on Kenobi, and live through that first turn. It works.
1: Yeah, that makes Absolutely. sense. Yeah, that's what because I used to do that with. um... I used to do that with Darth Revan actually when I first started with Darth Revan, was yeah. to make because everyone's still using uh, JKR at that point, so it was make. Make Jedi Revan go after Darth Revan because no one can assist, and then from there just do your thing. Right. Yeah,
2: Yeah, fortunately, Padme and Pals have not too much trouble with Darth Revan, at least without Mallet. I mean, he stacks up all those debuffs on, she clears them, turns them into courage, and then they just start wrecking stuff.
1: (laughs) Hitting for huge damage. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's pretty much what I've seen. Like, more people say they have more problems with Jedi Knight Revan than they do a Malik or a Darth Revan without Malik.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh All right, most wanted character
1: not in Swagga?
2: Dr. Afra, uh, the rogue space uh, archaeologist from the comic books who first showed up in the Darth Vader run after Marvel took back the license. I guess probably five six years ago now she's a great character her standalone comic's been very good and it is criminal that she's not in the game
1: i think it was kind of is she still she's considered canon right now right still
2: oh, absolutely yeah her comic is still ongoing
1: okay so because c- i was trying to figure out if she was included in the the qa they had a question about whether legends would end up in the game and they pretty much said no so i couldn't remember if Dr. Afra was legends or canon, so...
2: Somebody specifically asked about Dr. Afra in that Q&A, and Top Hat said that there's no plans for her right now.
1: That's maybe it, what I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping that he's just being cagey about it, but...
1: Uh, <laughs> he could be. She, she was in movie. she was in Force Arena as a
2: launch character. We can't get her at all in this game.
1: Yeah, true. Wasn't she the pal, her best, the buddy for Vader? Yeah, well, that's how and she was
2: when she first showed up in the comics.
1: yeah. That's what I thought. I thought that was the case. Yeah. All right. Uh, another fun one. Biggest character gear you regret.
2: I can answer this in the only way I can. And that's that I love all my babies equally. And I could never, <laughs> I could never regret gearing any of them.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Cause that's, I don't even know how I would answer that. I mean, I guess yeah. I can't think of any recently. I think maybe back in the day when Gear Nine was the max and I gear nine Chewbacca, back when the using that gear on Chewbacca was not a good idea, that might have been one. Yeah. But he's still at gear nine, so I can't really say that's a regret anymore. I I mean there are
2: things like I I, I rushed and got my probe droid to gear twelve and dropped a zeta on him. But that's just why I liked the character, not Mm -hmm. because I had no real expectations of him, you know.
1: His Zeta at that point that would have been hard to use, right? Because wasn't it, uh, isn't it target lock enemies do something or other? Cannot gain buffs. Okay, well, then um, I guess if he puts it out, it's not that bad. The problem is
2: everybody cleanses all the time. Yeah, well. It's a cleansable debuff.
1: If if target if his target lock specifically was locked, then it would be a lot better. But
2: Right, if there's like a, another droid they put on saying that their Zeta is target locks cannot be dispelled. Uh, that would be amazing. I've I've wanted ever since, because uh, he came out right before T3, between that and then IG-88, that was the three. I was like, this target lock thing, it's going to work. I got an idea. It's going to be great. And then it just has never amounted to anything because everybody cleanses always.
1: Yeah. it's And when the 3v3 Grand Arena started, I put out an a image of 3v3 teams. And one of the 3v3 teams I put on there was... Was IG88 T3 and Probe Droid because mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that would be awesome in three v three, but it's no one really tried it. No one had the Zetas to try it, and on top of that, what you said, everything would be cleansed anyway, so it'd be really hard to get to well, work. But that's just a team that sounds better. fun.
2: <laughs> it didn't do any good because I tried it because I have all those Zetas. Oh yeah, all of them. Like Gear no twelve. Bit. It was bad. It's, like it's, they don't. None of them do not damage. IG88. Is supposed to be this glass cannon but he doesn't do squad
1: yeah yeah none of them really do it's kind of crazy and i remember thinking t3 was going to be the droid nest with that second special but that never happened
2: <laughs> i have both zetas on t3 um and i run him with my grievous team and he does you know he helps out a lot i don't really do much still
0: <laughs> Gotcha.
1: Well
2: he's he's actually my second highest power character as I look at this.
1: T three is? Yeah. Were, were you the one that got the uh were you the one that got the uh ah, what was the name of that that title last week for not only not using little but using T three?
2: Uh No no you no, because I, I still don't have her. Okay.
1: So it was not me. So you're not going after Malik then. So that would be hard no. to get the Malik uh, uh, <laughs> achievement. I I'm
2: hoping at this next time around that I'm gonna unlock uh Jedi Training Ray. I figure it's about time.
1: Get ready for that uh Heroic Sith raid that's coming out. Mm-hmm. I've heard about <laughs> it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah Yeah, that's
0: I just that this month?
2: A, I honestly I have no idea. Okay. I just finally finished Old Man Han and uh I'm ready. Those
1: guys were well, it's just funny because Jedi training Ray. at some point is, a, is, is obviously it's a great character to have. But then on top of that, to get her, you have to farm Chewbacca and Han over anything else in that cantina on a 16, 16 energy nodes both. And it's yeah. like, there are so many better things that I could have.
2: Honestly, the only reason I'm, I even got to this point is because I had an idea because I went all in on the Kira Scoundrels when they first launched. And I was like, you know, that veteran Chewie doesn't look too bad behind a cure um, But there's just better options. But I, I, you know, I ground him out to seven stars at the time, and then all I needed was Han. So was i Han. suck it up and do it.
0: <laughs>
2: gotcha. It's time that I have a, a passable resistance team.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have Rose or
1: Holdo still, so mine's pretty yeah. much all the old all the old's old guard. Plus Jedi Training Ray.
2: I mean, like my my resistance is offensively bad for a character with a you know a player with a three point six million galactic power. Uh, my Finn is gear level seven, and he's the, he's the highest other than the three droids. Oh jeez, so it's very bad.
0: Yeah, that's. I can't think of what I can't think of a faction where I'm at like that. I know I have some, but I can't think of them. There, that's there. Maybe uh, no, I don't know. I know a lot of my
1: rogue one are like that.
2: Yeah, I finally worked on those guys a good bit, but then we maxed out lightside territory. Battle and I need to just stop.
1: Like I don't need to worry about gearing these guys anymore. N- nope. No, I'm lot like done. that, yeah, we we have lightside max too, and I'm like maybe someday I'll gear these guys i don't even have the zeta on gin so i'm like i'm not doing it now <laughs> i'm not putting a zeta on those chumps
2: i got yeah, exactly who any other worthless zetas to
1: use <laughs> all right last question and uh, i think your answer is is going to be similar than a lot of people but who is your yeah. who will be your first gear 13 character
2: uh grievous because he's going to be real good uh and i like that team a lot in arena. I think that's usually that's really the only place I think that it shines, and it still doesn't shine that bright. Um, but I have all those fools at gear 12, at least 12 and a half. I'm still working on getting the stars on Droidica and B1, but um, everybody else I got ready to go, so I would love to be able to. I'm hoping that Watt is going to bring that team up, since he's going to have a separatist tag, and I'm hoping he's going to interact with them. So I'm optimistic. Uh, and I'm just the one piece away out with Grievous, so yes, that's almost assuredly to be my first one.
1: Makes sense. That's that's he's my most recent gear twelve, and I just need one med pack. His med packs out of all the gear twelve pieces are the, the one I'm always out of. So, well, that'll be you, maxed when you, when you
2: get them. You want to use them right away.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I think I did his gear twelve plus pieces first then another med pack, and I still have one left, and then he'll be maxed, so I think I'm... That's the team I'm working on now, so hope, hopefully I'll have them all up by the time I'm ready to buy a Gear 13 piece, and he'll definitely be the guy. Is that team? They're a, they're a fun team. Yeah, it's super fun. Well, I don't have the Sounders, because Wink usually does the Sounders from his end on the show, so for everyone listening out there, you're not going to hear the Sultry Females voice today, but, uh, And I'm not going to sing, so I'm not going to do impressions like normally when we're missing these. I'm just (laughs) going to ask you, Mr. H, what did you do in Swoga this week?
3: Hey, guys, what did you do in Swoga
2: this week? I was grinding Shock T's Pyro? Cryotech? I don't know which one they are. That stupid new piece of gear. Um, uh-huh. since I, since I have some good clones, I really like to get her up and running.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's gonna be a great PVE team. So I've been grinding those out, uh, working on extra gear on my clones, making sure they're ready for gear 13 when the time comes and same for my Separatist droids, uh, for the same reason, but there's really, I think a lot of us in the same land where there's kind of waiting to see where everything lands before we dump a lot of. Uh, resources into anything in particular. Yeah, It'd be so
1: interesting. It's, it's, I think Shakti's a pretty good idea for gear, even at three star, because at least on offense, you don't have to worry about her defensively, but I think she's going to be able to pull together, especially a strong geared team like yours into a possible offense counter for some teams. So I, uh
2: yeah. I did buy that $20 pack to get her. Uh-huh. In- up to four the four star. Four star. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that our patrons get to, to pay for is me spending it on characters that are not gonna ever be in the meta. But yeah. um in this territory battle, because she just it was today was the first day I couldn't use her after the refresh because of the star requirements, but I mean the the regular clones would have torn apart those other nodes anyway, but with the shock T lead, it uh it was good. I haven't dropped any Zetas on her yet. I probably will in the end. Um, but I got to imagine with the eventual light side Geonosis battle, it's going to be a good move to have her ready to go. So. Yeah, for sure. Especially,
1: yeah. I'm hoping... Oh man, I, I've i fought myself. So the only character I've ever really bought, actually I've bought several. One was Nest, because Nest was a good one to buy. The... I bought all the characters before Jedi Knight Revan with the pack that Six hundred crystal sure. pack. I think those were the ones but I liked that one. Yeah. Oh, well, Bastila I had already gotten almost sure. to seven stars. So Bastila kinda was screwing me when I'd get her, but the other three were really low, so it ended up being decent value there. And so and the only reason I did that there is because you got five characters for the price of one basically. So it worked. It was out. a good
2: it was a good pack. I still missed the ten dollar pack because that was like the sweet spot for me where it's like
1: Oh I yeah, can for sure.
2: This, you know, have you ever well, gone back and looked at how much money you spent on the game?
1: I have not. I don't know where. I, I just googled where to look at it.
2: I searched in my email. I just pulled all the receipts and.
1: Oh yeah. It. <laughs> it wasn't.
2: It was both somehow at the same time more and less than I thought.
1: You're in but, between your low and your high that you were thinking. It
2: was because I've been playing for three and a half years. It was like seven hundred bucks, which
1: yeah it's not bad for three and a half years
2: that's an mmo subscription on a monthly average you know
1: oh yeah for sure i mean like
2: i felt pretty pretty good about that
1: (laughs) i'd be afraid i think because i've always been one of those uh ever since the crystal monthly crystal pack went away i've been one of those spend 20 bucks when i run out of crystals and spend crystals like i don't care where they're going type of guys so uh
2: yeah i i frequently am at zero or one crystals so (laughs) I know all too well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, as far as me, that's I've been looking for that gear. I'm looking for that grievous team. Like I went in once I found out about GOTBs. I decided that all I was going to gear because I didn't have to gear anything for Malik. I got Malik on the first try or the first go round. Um, I really didn't have anything. Answer. Yeah, I know, right? It was super obnoxious, but it happened. The uh, so I didn't have anything to gear so I'm like what am I going to gear right now and I had been working on first order before we found out about Malik and his requirements and I was like I could go back to that or I could look forward and so it went went straight into the Separatists and I've been working on Separatists, gear 12 Grievous, he's gear 12 plus 5, just needs a med pack and something that happened and you might be able to say something to this since you played the team But someone told me that IG one hundred was really important, so I've been gearing him instead of B two. I've almost got IG one hundred to gear eleven now, but I'm starting to think I should have done B two before IG one hundred. Well,
0: no,
2: I I I mean it's a tough call, um, because Magnagard is is a cool kit, but B two is very useful. I mean you gotta you do have him there to keep buffs off of everybody. I mean that's his job. Plus if you Zeta him he's feeding turn meter to everybody. Um I, between the two though, I don't know. Do both. Just, just pick yeah. which one you're doing first, I I'm
1: I'm doing well I'm at the point now with Magna Guard where it's literally all stuff you have to gear. Or you have to like wait for from raids or weird yeah. spots. So I moved on to B2 where i can actually farm the gear for him and he actually was i think i got him up to gear nine without having to farm anything so we should catch i don't remember being that bad yeah
2: yeah so that that droid team is is it's it's weird that's why i like certain types of teams because it does not play like any other team that's why i like the, the kira scoundrels too it's got like its own little mini game in there um but what's cool about Magna Guard is if he dies, he doesn't actually die. He hangs around and gets a free turn and then dies. But if he has Mark on him, he'll just sit there and eat all the damage because he can't die until he goes. And since Grievous marks his own dudes, or Revan marks everybody, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun to sit there and watch them just call him mass assist and just beat on this guy who's at one health.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Just not dying. I think no. that my biggest concern was that, after I found that out, was that if Watt Tambor pulls this team together, that he's going to be IG100 is going to be the one that gets replaced. I wouldn't think so. So.
2: Who else would you I mean, who, who else would you keep in his place? you got grievous B1 uh, B2 uh, Magna guard, so- and then who's your fifth? Troy Decca. It's he's so situational. I I love Droidica. I I, I zated him the day he came out because I'm a dummy. But the same problem with every team cleansing all of their own stuff. That damage immunity doesn't last two seconds. And without the damage immunity, he's not doing assists from his his uh, zeta. He's not going to survive long enough to build up a charge.
1: So the. Damage immunity can be cleansed mm-hmm. or dispelled. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like a blue? Isn't it like a blue ability? That's the
2: charge. The charge oh, okay. is the one that he builds up as other people go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how he deals all the damage. But in, when he does his rollie ball thing, uh, he gets damage immunity for two turns, I think, when it's maxed out, uh, which is great. Except it's dispelled,
0: so it disappears
2: <laughs> yeah. right immediately. So it's. It's very good except when it's not.
0: So it, I could. Droidica is great in certain situations when you're not
2: facing a lot of dispels, but um I suspect you're going to want Watt instead of revis or instead of Droidica, but that's just a guess.
1: Gotcha. All right. Well, that's good to know because I just got. I'm about to get them to gear 11. I've been working on B2. Pretty much yeah. that team is all I've been doing. And then farming. As far as farming goes, B one and Droidica and Vandor Chewbacca, because gotta have gotta have that for some reason.
2: Vandor Chewbacca is such a him and L three and they're just they have such a great too.
1: That is exactly why I started farming him because that uh, scoundrel team and just how good he is on it. And everyone's like, "You have him at three stars," and I'm like, "Yeah, I have him at three stars, un- not even unlocked." And you know gear one so maybe i should start farming this dude
2: yeah no they're they're great my l3 is somebody pointed it out to me the other day my l3 is like the top 15 in the game or something which is
1: like health or protection or something
2: i mean let me look because it was very funny for me
1: (laughs) i think the last Uh, thing that i did this week was i got Short trooper to seven stars fine
2: Short trooper is very good love that dude Oh, by armor. Sorry, yeah, I'm number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the game. Oh, nice. Which is, I think, only because most people don't have her that good.
1: Yeah, this is L three. You said, yeah, yeah. Her
2: armor's so high base, and it like her, her defense doubles when she's uh, got her self modification on.
1: Yeah, I love. L3 I love some my uh, kit in the game. I love some L three. That character. I have her gear twelve on both my accounts, and she is super fun. Especially, and then on top of it, you have uh, the droid ship or the Millennium Falcon that she pilots as well. So I love that. Yeah, the Lando's
0: one.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I want her to be better with droids, uh, but she's just not. Like I, I originally, when I started doing Grievous, I put her in that five spot. Mm-hmm. But she's taking double damage from Grievous's lead or unique. Yeah, she's light side. Yeah, and, and without other protect or prepared characters to feed her prepared, she doesn't heal enough, and it's just it, it never ended up working.
0: Yeah, I could see that for sure. <coughs>
1: so, <coughs> all right, once again for everyone in stream. Uh, sorry for the lag. I don't know. Hey. I checked my upload speed right before we started and it was perfect. So either the starting the stream tanked it or something, but if you can bear with us, we appreciate it. If not, you'll, the sound will always be there for you. So
2: Where, I was looking, is it not, it's not your YouTube channel. Where are we streaming?
1: Twitch. Twitch. Twitch TV slash Shattered Door. Um, Yeah, because a lot of people were asking. Is Mr. H in chat? And I'm like, I don't know if he's in chat. I can be. (laughs) So, uh, let's move on to the podcast poll.
3: Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week.
1: (laughs) Since, you know, we have found a way to ramble for 42 minutes. You fit in (laughs) perfectly here. It works out really well. Um, the podcast poll, uh, first question. All right. So you filled this out as well. I filled it out as well as 149 other people. So we got a good, good chunk of numbers here for this. Uh, first question is, do you think that the messaging around 11 days of double drops as compensation for no compensation for no grand arena was sufficient? Before I read off the answer to this question, I just want to say I know that there wasn't an answer that said, um, yes, I didn't see an issue with it. Uh, That was brought up about halfway through the poll being up, and I didn't want to just add it in there because it wouldn't have got the same chance to be answered that way as the other questions, and it would have just looked funny. So uh, yeah, I realize that is an answer, and I know a lot of people came to me and said that that's what they've chosen. So I know that that one's in there. But as far as the other answers we did have in the poll, uh, we had the number one answer for most people was 47% was, no, if it was given for Grand Arena compensation, don't call it road to Grand Arena championships, with the second big highest section being 37% saying, not really, but it is about what I expect. So, um, I don't know. A lot of people still, I've seen a lot, a lot, and I think you know what I'm talking about, too, of conversation about these double drops. Yeah, I, myself, someone brought up a point, it might have been you, it might have been Sean, saying that it's a universal disadvantage as far as most things go. And for the most part, that is a perfect perfect way of saying it. The only part that, that does get to me is the one point of contention most people have with the Zeta drops. Uh, since they are RNG, like yesterday, and this will piss some people off, I know it will, I got eight Zeta drops yesterday. Eight of them. I got two. I've never gotten two on the same day twice ever, but somehow yesterday in Double Drops, I got eight total Zetas. And then I know that there are other people out there that on Double Drop Day got zero Zetas. So the disparity between the two when you were going to get probably 12 Zetas total from Grand Arenas, If you're not getting them, kind of stinks. But as far as the... I love double drops in everything. So as far as the rest of the double drops go, it helped me finish off Juhani and Karth on my alt, so I got Darth Revan today on my alt. And I didn't have to stress about, by the end of the event, having enough shards of those two characters. So there's a lot of good thing about double drops that I like. It's just there's some parts of this that didn't make sense as far as compensation goes. I don't know what your thoughts were.
2: I think
0: that it's much to do about. But I think that's true about most
2: things that get to this level of echo chamber anger. Like I said, it it is. Everybody equally had bad like nobody's winning out of this except like you said, the occasional person gets really good drops on double drops for states. And they could have skipped that because they've never done double drops on Challenges before,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I mean, I guess that's the question. If they hadn't done double drops on challenges, would you've been happier?
1: I would or guess. Would you
2: rather have the chance.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I don't... They would rather have the chance if they got it, and wouldn't rather have the chance when they didn't? That's my 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 guess.
2: I I get it. I, again, I come from a kind of weird place because I'm I'm very bad at the game, so I don't have the need to. Be the best, I guess, so i I don't know, take the month off, guys, relax. you already ruined territory war by making it unfun, <laughs> it's all vanilla now, so
0: you know just chill out all right <laughs> i i I do agree that there was a lot
1: of anger for this for not too much, but
2: there's just nothing else to be angry about at the moment, so they had to find something, I think.
1: The weekly hot topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question two, ignoring the possible messaging problem, do you think that 11 days of double drops was good compensation for the missed grand arenas? And I think that you and I both are on the side of, yes, I think they're super... We're on, We're probably both sitting in that blue section. Double drops are super rare, and they spread it across all aspects of all of the game. About 20% of people chose that. The highest percentage said... No, making me spend my crystal hoard in order to get something that would have been free is not compensation. Um, and the other percentage, 29%, said, no, my payout in Grand Arena is fairly consistent, and I did not get anything close to that. I don't... I would love to see that quantified, that answer, because I don't know... I mean, I guess, like, the the... the Sixty slicing material that we're not getting. There's some things that are could fall under that umbrella, but I think for the most part the other stuff, if you were focused again, on that in double drops, then you would probably be getting the same or not. We're more.
2: universally not, not getting them though. Yeah. You
1: know, and well,
2: it's not like true. they didn't just announce on May thirtieth that it wasn't happening. We knew in advance that this wasn't. So I I don't know. I think that a lot of this comes from the main messaging problem, such as it was, is that they used the word compensation at some point.
1: Yeah, it's, they just
2: come on set. We're not running Grand Arena this month, and just finish at the end. I think everything would be. Yeah, when you're
1: when you think you're promised one thing and you get something else, it's it's yeah. people go nuts. And if they weren't promised anything, then it's hard to be disappointed if you get something. So that's know. Yeah. How do you think your guild will run territory battles knowing that we will have the option of running two Darkseid Geo TBs a month? The three biggest sections here with a whopping 43%, it's almost half the pie, was we have not hit max stars in at least one and expect to run the Geonosis map for at least one, the one we maxed out. Or sorry, we have hit max stars in at least one territory battle and expect to run the map for at least the one we maxed out. So, for most people, if they have only one maxed out, it's the light side. So, a lot of the. For this, seems like most people are going to run it when the light side is up and might still be trying to max out that empire one when it's up.
2: You got a mixed up oranges. We have not hit max stars in either, but we'll probably try the geomap then make a decision.
1: I did get a mixed up. I must have slid over the exact wrong. Yeah. Okay.
2: That was 19%, which is still a, a good chunk of them. Um, but it's actually something that's interesting. I mean, we were talking with some of the folks at Capital Games this week uh, about how it's easy to get caught up in everybody being in this endgame moment where we're all maxed out, ready to move on to something else, when there are plenty of guilds who haven't maxed out either one of the existing territory battles. yeah. they So it's, it's easy to get caught up in that. Well,
1: it's hard to... It, this is where the hard choice comes in, especially for people that don't have Rolo or Rolo or IPD maxed because it's the only way, and this is as far as I have heard. So this might change that is I think that IPD and Rolo are going to be purchasable in the Mark two store. So if you're we doing GOTB, you might be able to um, still get those two if you're not running the event. but
2: That's what we were talking about with me and and my guild and some of the officers that, like, they have to put it somewhere, right?
0: You would think. Because we have have
2: a couple of newer recruits who don't have it. And then we thought about it, and it's like, they're both available in bounties. Are they? At least Probe Droid is, I know.
1: Well, I think Rolo is... Probe Droid's one of the bounties. I think Rolo is, too.
2: So that's what I mean. They're already grindable somewhere else, so I wouldn't necessarily expect them to do that.
1: Well, that's some, definitely something that I hadn't thought about. I don't, it's always Paplu or Lisa's Mar for me, so... Right. <laughs> that's uh, that's definitely an interesting take, because I forgot that they were there. So hmm. did
2: we for a long time when you were talking about it, because we were thinking, right, either in the regular guild event currency or in the new the Mark II. But, I mean, you can get them. That's still easier to get than some characters.
1: Yeah, and I think it was what? I don't remember how many shards bounties are, but you get two shots at it, so that's.
2: I think it's if you get the thing it's ten a piece, but I.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. So it would be, be depending on how good your guild is at that mission. It's twenty twenty a month could be right where you're at. So that might be the way that. Right, doing but it's it. not
2: going to replace it, but it's not like you just you're you're dead in the water. Yeah. Also, there aren't a lot of people out there just like, oh man, if only I had Probe Droid or Rolo, I think it'd be <laughs> so much better.
1: Yeah. The collect that's a collector thing for sure because right now I don't yeah. use Rolo for anything like ever and IPD no. is so situational for me at least that yeah you know
2: yeah. I have Droid at like you know twelve point five with a Zeta and it's still just a bomb you send in to take out a Treya who's giving you trouble like Galactic or Grand Arena you know there's not really a a team that works with that
1: yeah and then you gotta hope that they don't have more than ninety nine thousand. 999 health <laughs> so you don't bring them down to like red and then they get healed up instantly which always
2: and that's going to get worse with gear 13. Oh
1: yeah, it's if they don't bump up his damage, he's going to just effectively going to start being a a bomb that you need someone else to finish off.
2: My guess is they're going to they might adjust what massive damage is. Right? Yeah. that value is used in other places. Well,
1: I hope so. It'd be interesting. Uh, Next question, do you think that the new Territory War and Grand Arena Territory War Territory Battle and Grand Arena will make it less enticing for you to sandbag GP on your account? 65% of people said, let me wait and see if the incentive is good enough. Uh, The second section said, yes, I've used all my available resources to enhance my GP. And the funny thing about this, and this kind of refers to something we'll talk about here in a second, but that is that With Grand Arena Championships, they will be upping the rewards, the higher GP bracket you are. So they're finally making a way to hopefully incentivize people to continue to work on their entire roster and not choose whether they're going to be good in territory battles or Grand Arena to a way that hopefully you can be good in both by still having a high GP and a wide mix of characters that you've geared, if that makes sense.
2: No, it does it was something that really frustrated me when territory of war came out because territory Battles had been around for a while at that point. It was all you gotta pump up that g p you got you know then you clear these nodes quicker, and all of a sudden, like, hey, guess what? now there's an incentive not to mm-hmm. so half of us were like we just spent I just leveled even my garbage characters up to seventy so I could dump some mods on mhm yeah so it- it's 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 weird it's uh share a play like like wow, Yep. You know, people would twink they. <laughs> keep your character artificially at the highest level in a pvp bracket flat bracket so that they could take everybody else out right
1: i had a 19 row. Remi- i know what you're talking about <laughs> exactly
2: so that's what it just reminds me of
1: yeah that that makes a lot of sense yeah you know i never thought about the the correlation between those two things but it definitely was the same pretty much the same thing yeah uh, next question, what leaderboard is the most important to, for you to be the top of? So this is like a personal question because they were also announced with Galactic Grand Arena Championships that there will be four different leaderboards that are global. Uh, there's one that's my ranking, which will show the global, but it'll put show your rank and all the people around you at your rank, uh, guild and ally. So I don't know what how my ranking would be in this question because your rank is always just going to be where you are so unless your rank is number one you'll never be the top of your my ranking <laughs> leaderboard just saying well um, no,
2: you should always be the top of your own rank like i of, of all the me's i'm number one
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i think most people assume my ranking meant the global leaderboard you want to be the top of that so yeah. if you were to add those two together, that's, that's the majority of the cake. That's what, seven, almost 80% of the pie is wanting to be the sure. top of the global leaderboard. Uh, the other ones are guild. Oh no, guild is the 35%. So global mixed with my ranking is about 60%. And then 35% of people went with guild, which to me, I love the camaraderie of my guild. Uh, I... If I'm just flood, if I'm fighting for the top in my guild, I'll be happy because I have no aspirations of being the top of the world or anything. So
2: yeah, I uh, I'm very bad at everything. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I it's not really a joke. That's <laughs> we we have a, a rule when recruiting for our guild that mm-hmm. you have to be better than me. Like I'm I'm the bar that you have to clear to get into the game uh, or into the guild. So, I have no expectation of being the top of any of these things. uh I mean, it'd be fantastic <laughs> for just, any just of them
1: just start clear out your ally list, offer up your ally code to all the new players that listen to your podcast, and then you yeah, instantly well, top know. of the top of the ally see there's things you can aspire I, I, to be the top of
2: I'm not sure how many new players we have on our in our listener base i think we have all grizzled vets who listen to our
1: show <laughs> well one can what can dream i i mean yeah. there's funny thing i mentioned that with the ally list but if i were to go and i don't even know who i know i have 50 out of 50 i don't even know who's on my ally list like i don't yeah. think i ever even look at it there might well, be what people if i that clear are out, out and have 100. one person oh then you'll definitely especially if they're inactive. So just clear everyone but the guy that's been gone yeah. for 360 days and then
2: I'd still end up number 2 somehow. <laughs> I, don't know. I I I would find a way.
1: Like I don't even know how this happens. <laughs> All
0: right. Next question is what level
1: of excitement do you have for Grand Arena Championships in general? Uh this is this follows the usual curve of these types of questions for our polls. Usually things top out around Seven, eight, nine, and then ten has a little bit of a bump, and that is exactly what you're looking at on the live stream. If you're looking at it, seven and eight, totally even with 35 votes apiece. Uh, second highest being ten with 24, and then you get into the five, six, and nine being the next area. So, seems about right. Most people in these types of things pick a seven or eight, being cautiously optimistic, and then there are always those people that jump straight into all all optimism with the ten. So. There it is.
2: Where, where are you at on here? What do you think?
1: I would probably put myself a 7 or 8 only because I'm still confused why feats involve things that are outside of Grand Arena. I don't understand that.
0: I'd say it will
2: all become clear, but that's on
1: <laughs> Yeah. It clears mud? Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I gave it a 5, but it kind of relates to above, where...
0: For my for my galactic power, I mean,
2: I'm not a world beater. I mean, I guess 3.6 mil sounds might sound like a lot to some people, but it's it's, in the circles I I run in, it's pretty mediocre. And my roster is full of bad things. So, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's going to be a fun mode, but for somebody like me who's not focused on PvP, it's not gonna.
1: So here's the real question too, because even with a roster full of unconventional characters i think the hardest thing to get over in grand uranium pvp even if you have decent characters geared is your mod situation because if you don't have mods that'll kill you like i have a so (laughs) it's funny my main account's 4 million and my alt account is 4.2 million but the 4.2 million account was my buddy quit playing, converted it to me, and he had absolutely no idea what a mod was i'm pretty sure that's i'm pretty sure, sure. that's the way it happened and so despite having like an ungodly number of gear elevens before gear twelve came out, having this massive g p he had one-star mods on characters, accuracy arrows on characters. <laughs> it, it was nasty, and I have not won a grand arena on that account yet. So, I mean, it's, it's just there's a lot of different ways to lose in PvP. So, I wouldn't blame it all on uh, who you chose to gear, because that that was mods can be really, really that's tricky.
2: So, um, I but that's one of the reasons I liked it when, like, territory war, for instance, had. More ver- uh, more variety in it with the different layouts because it allowed different teams to shine. It wasn't just I, I mean I called it the ghosts of meta past because it was just oh here's the trade team. I never had a good answer for that. Well now I get to relive that you know nightmare and <laughs> it's just banging your head against the same walls and you remember the, when you used to have to bang your head against them. So
0: yeah.
1: Maybe we'll see something change eventually again, but I don't know. As far as T Dub goes. It'd be interesting. And the feel good moment of the day for me and you. Lastly, which podcast are you most excited for this week? Good night, Punk and Mr. H with a sixty six percent. Wink and other Sean, you got your thirty-three percent, so don't feel too bad. I won't I won't <laughs> pretend I won't pretend that this is in any way influenced by the fact it's a shattered order podcast poll, but just saying so no i mean
2: (laughs) if 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 we hosted a poll we would probably still lose a show that's just
0: that's how we roll i don't know what to say (laughs) 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 all right so
1: um next up we have a couple posts that uh so this is where wink would play the up what happened this week update whatever sounder but you don't get that this week so stop asking
3: strong with us this update is young
1: but this is your uh, these are your forum news for this week uh there were two posts that we were going to go over last week but we went long because whenever mcmull's here we ramble forever so uh the one post that last week that was big we didn't talk about but i want to mention it now there was a post on Friday about Obi Wan Kenobi's capital ship, the Negotiator. Now, this ship we now know for sure is coming to the game, um, and then we have some details. So, Mace and Mace, it has Obi Wan Kenobi was called the Negotiator, but also it was the name of his Venator Venator Venator. I don't I don't even know if I spelled that right. Venator class star destroyer. Benisher? I think that's it. Whatever the Star Destroyer that Mace has, Obi-Wan is getting one. Mace's Endurance was defense-style, and what we now know is the Negotiator will have a much more aggressive leader for your fleet for Galactic Republic. Uh, Valor will enable Galactic Republic to do more damage, especially if they are also Jedi, instead of giving turn meter and cooldown reduction to the capital ship like the Endurance does with Valor. And this is the one that confused me. So... I had to look this up and it was in the prequels, but I could not remember seeing any of them, but you can call in a formation of Y-Wings to assault the enemy team. And that one, that's the one I had to look up because I didn't remember seeing Y-Wings in the prequels.
0: Hmm.
2: (laughs) I guess I don't remember specifically either. Um, I know that it was a thing only because that's where Chopper from Rebels he was in the Clone Wars and he was a, a Y Wing droid and he got shot down. That's that's what I remember more about the Y Wings and the Clone Wars than anything.
1: <laughs> it's it, it's it's the first thing when you look up Y Wing for History is it says used by the Republic Navy in the Battle of the Clone Wars. And that's the only line it says about the Clone Wars. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess they were there, so I won't uh, stick on that point but i would just was weird to see y-wings with clone wars uh and the last thing they mentioned was that the ship will synergize with anakin's starfighter very well so if you don't have that yet you might want to get it if you're looking forward to the ship how's your anakin starfighter
0: oh there you go (laughs) it's it's very bad i haven't grinded this ship in
2: Really to, I think the last ship I put any work into is the Emperor's Shuttle.
1: It's... it's. I don't usually farm ships specifically, because yeah. I hate ships specifically, so when I can get Xanadu blood on a Droid Echo farm, I'm very happy. Um, sure, I,
2: I incidentally farm a lot of ships.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whenever they throw them on a character shard, I yeah. usually have them. But...
2: I, I have a problem with if, with this game and any game where conformity, it kills the game. And when you fight the exact same fleet up and down, even when you're down to dregs but like I am in ships, it's like, what's the point, right? You know, you're, It's just repeating the same battle over and over again. And that's why I get frustrated in the squad arena, the same thing. It's like, I don't mind if there's three teams that are the best, right? Or that all kind of rock, paper, scissors each other, but when one team's at
1: 80%? Mirror the match every, every single match. Yeah
2: except except i never have a mirror so <laughs> that's that's my problem uh so yeah it, it, but it's it's exaggerated ships with the uh, falcon so I, I i got pretty discouraged on
0: that
1: pretty yeah it's it's that was another one that i i spent some crystals on just to make sure i got falcon to five star only because i knew if i didn't have falcon i would have no chance in grand arena territory wars not so much worried about fleet arena but like just to stay competitive in pvp i'm like this is like this is almost like a make you have this thing so yeah and i'm one of those guys where it really irks me when i don't have something like for right like for for example talking about padme and pals i did not get padme because my my separatists were all like Year seven to nine range, yeah, and I'm like, there is no way in the world that I'm putting that much money, that much gear into those in the next three to four days to try to get Padme, so I don't have Padme and I don't like that I don't have Padme, but I'm learning to deal with it, so I think that Padme might be teaching me some lessons the same way that uh Malik taught uh, wink some lessons because wink didn't get Malik either. I was like, "Hey, you know what? I don't have to farm this dude, and I don't feel bad about it. But I still feel bad about <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm a. Uh... It was interesting to me that they announced this before Malevolence, because I'm pretty still pretty sure that Malevolence is coming. I mean, it would make sense.
0: Um, there was one point where I was talking with
2: some folks at Capital Game, who I won't name, but. I guess part of the problem they have is that, I guess, in fiction, the malevolence is just massive. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, the scale even compared to other capital ships is so big that it was hard to put in the game. Well, to which I replied, you already have the scale screwed up anyway, because a, a fighter is not supposed to be a third the size of a capital.
1: Yeah. Well, and then I, I was also thinking, like, Newt Gunray was another ship that, capital, that I was thinking would be cool. Um... But then when you look at the size of his ship and the shape of it. They'd have to be floating above the wings of that little sea that goes around the ball. You know what I'm talking about? It's just, I don't know. I still think we'll I see think it, that though.
2: Sean, uh, his, his big thing is Admiral Trench. Remember him, the spider guy? The Separatist fleet commander? And that's like all he does. The Invincible,
0: it's called. And that would make sense if they had announced him as a character. They have it, so. Merle Trench. Let's see. What's this dude look like?
1: Oh, is that the spider-looking face, dude? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That guy's cool. They. You know, what's the name of the dude
1: that's, I don't know if he's the, he's in charge of the capital ship, but the one that uh, Kenobi and, Kenobi, Anakin, Cody, all those guys work with—that's almost always on a capital ship in the Clone Wars. You know who I'm talking about? Not a clue. And I have to look him up because there's a—he turns into Empire and becomes an Empire leader of a capital ship later on. But I, now I can't remember who the
0: dude. is. If you're in chat and you know who
1: I'm th- thinking of, it's the dude with the beard. He's got a beard beard, Admiral Eularin.
2: Ularan. Ularan.
1: Yes. That's one I could have seen being added to the game as a capital ship, because that dude was, same way as Admiral Trench, like you said, completely always on a, the bridge of a capital ship. Yeah. You might have even been
0: the guy on the negotiator. I don't know. Maybe.
1: Well... Moral of the story is we are definitely getting the negotiator. We are still yet to hear anything about malevolence, but that benevolence comment on the forums that also included negotiate still makes me think that we're getting the malevolence. Yeah, it sounds see. like
2: somebody listened to that uh, interview that Carrie did on one of those other podcasts uh, <laughs> that she basically confirmed it without confirming that the malevolence was coming. I that wouldn't shock me. I mean. I was surprised when I first heard the, the argument against it was some time ago. So
1: I actually heard her exact words, and they were: "If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, then it's probably a duck. It's
2: probably a chicken. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly." So I, you
2: know. I mean, it, it makes sense. We're not. We didn't. They didn't release any new capital ship commander in fiction, so it has to be somebody who already exists. It's a separatist battle. It just makes too much sense for
0: Very
3: true, very true.
1: We shall see. Next up is something that I'm kind of excited for, and the title of the post was I Have a Bad Feeling About This, but the Ackley from the Battle of Geonosis is coming with the Geonosis Dark Side Territory Battle, Uh, that thing that's like a combination of praying mantis, velociraptor, and giant crab, as they described him. I remember the dude giant legs like a spider always swinging those legs slamming them into the ground trying to stab people that you remember that dude yeah Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: so there's going to be a battle for that and it's kind of interesting the way they describe it because they say it's a three-way battle between your squad jedi and the ackley so i'm kind of curious how they set up the look of this with three different sides or are is the Ackley going to be standing side by side with the Jedi, even though he's going to be able to attack them? Like the the visual of this battle intrigues me because I think it's going to end up
2: being like the ATST uh, Ewok event, where it's going to have multiple phases to it where, like, the Jedi might be doing something and it can be affected by what's going on with the accolade in the background. Mm, that's a good idea. And then as the phases change, it's going to come through. That
1: that's is, my guess, but... That would make a lot of sense, because standing in the back like that, he can swipe at your team or the... Well, depending on... He probably, well, if, if he's, he's in the, the back, he'd probably right swipe at the other team. When he comes to the forward, he's swiping your team. I don't know, it'd be interesting. That's what
2: I'm thinking, like if you do like visually you have it where there's just another group of people comes up and he's fighting them in the background and he swings around and does stuff that affects your half the battle.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
2: and then the next phase comes and he turns to you and faces you. And then a Jedi team intervenes in between the two of you. And I don't know. It's, I can see it working. I don't know. Technologically how it would work functionally on the screen.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to it. Cause that'll be very interesting. Uh, can single attack or swipe for team damage sounds similar to most every character out there that has an AOE. <laughs> Roars to weaken the enemy team, Jedi, but may call more into the battle. So maybe between phases, he is that screams. What they said? That is exactly what it says in the in the post. So
2: that's a badly worded sentence.
1: Well. I quoted the Jedi part. I think that was added into the sentence somewhere. I just tried to shorten it, but for the most part it does say roars to weaken the enemy team. Maybe it's yeah, not a verbatim. Guess. Maybe it's not. I can't remember, but that's the gist of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's my guess is that the the Jedi are going to be another phase of the battle where they roll in, they kind of get in between you and the Acklay. That
1: would make the most sense. And maybe the roars are from in the back, kind of like the swipe might be.
2: Yeah, or, you know, it'll roar, debuff you, the Jedi show up, and it sticks through the phase.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. The last thing, Geonosian Brood Alpha will get special bonuses, because he's trained for this battle and it, and to soothe the savage beast, so I'm pretty sure this is the mission that you're going to need to farm the Brood Alpha for. At least as far as uh, it sounds from there.
2: My my assumption is that the brew alpha is going to have an ability for jizz wailing where he can come in and just just play a sweet, like, soprano sax and all that actually. Put it
1: to sleep. You
0: ever, you play, um... Never mind. I can't even
1: remember the name of it. (laughs) That's, that's goldfish memory. Everything just disappears. Yeah. Um... The good news is, though, as far as the next thing we have, we will know how soon, we already know, it has been announced, how soon we'll get to find out how that battle works because they also released a Territory Battle Grand Arena schedule post basically telling us when we can expect to do each of these things for the first and second time. So um, there was another post that kind of chopped it up real quick at the beginning of this, but it was basically said that Typically, they run two Territory Battles a month right now. You know that. Everyone plays Light Side and then Dark Side once a month. Uh, And then what they said to that was GOTB will be available with each instance of a Territory Battle. So you're going to be able to pick whether to do Light Side or Geo. And then when Dark Side's up, you can pick the Dark Side Hoth or Dark Side Geo. So for everyone that thought it might have just only been during one of those, you actually can get two a month now, which is... Pretty cool, I think, because as far as gear 12 plus finishers go and trying to get those, the more often we can get that that currency, the better off the chances of us getting those gear 12 characters are, or gear 13 characters. So I'm, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. Um, Calendar-wise, TU-16 scheduled for release. on. They said the client rollout begins on the 17th. They said either on the 17th or the 18th, you will be able to download the new client onto your phone. And usually, a couple of days after it's put in the store is when they force you to download it. You can always download it before then. Sometimes you get some of the quality of life stuff early that way, but you will not get, obviously, territory battles or grand arena championships early. Just yeah. any quality of life stuff they add. So, that they usually add some stuff like that that's un- unexpected with these. TU updates, some of the stuff they've promised in the past but had to wait for a client update, so I'd expect Monday or Tuesday to see some random things that we had already forgotten about go into the game, but I love those client updates because they always seem to surprise, surprise you uh, 620 is the first Grand Arena Championship, it's one week long, it's an intro to the league projection and feats basically they're spending a what a normal grand arena is to explain to everyone how this is going to work. Uh, they're using it also to give feedback on rewards and progression speed for the different Kyber league or Kyber leagues, crystal leagues. Is that what they're calling them?
0: I don't know. I think Kyber is, I don't know. I think Kyber is the top one. They're all crystal names, but maybe they just call them
1: leagues. So, after that ends, so that starts 620. Here's where we find out where the TB is. The Geonosis TB starts on 626. So one week downtime from Grand Arena Championships, where players can't focus on the new Geonosis territory battle, or Dark Side Hoth, depending on if you meet the requirements, or your guild leader wants to jump in there right away. I am our guild leader, so I've already made the decision, and no one's gonna convince me. Not to do it. <laughs> the decision has been made. I'm like new, new content. I'm not waiting on that for anything. So, uh, yep. On the second of July, and I just want to throw this out there. This actually almost fits with the timeline of these releases that I said at the beginning of the month. I think at the beginning of the month I said I think that they'll probably because we were talking on this show about how this was all put in the twab. Is it the TWAB? The TWAB is Destiny this week at Bungie. Not the TWAB. The Road Ahead post. So in yeah. the Road Ahead post, they were talking about these two things, and most of the time the Road Ahead refers to this quarter. So in my head, I was thinking they only had this month to get this stuff pushed out, to get it into the quarter. And I had said I thought the second week of June would be Grand Arena Championships, and then TB would be like in the last few days before the month ended. And it actually ended up being really close to that. And I'm not surprised to see both of these drop in this month. I am actually interested, if you can remember, because you've been playing a long time, have they ever dropped two big two big things like this in the same update?
2: In the same update? No, I don't think so. I know, you know mods and Thrawn were pretty close together. I remember but they weren't that close together.
1: Yeah, it's just crazy to think that these two very large uh pieces of content are in the same update to start within a week of each other. So, pretty excited for that.
0: Uh
2: Yeah, no, it's going to be as it tends to be in this game though. It goes from 0 to 60, you know. Well, there's nothing going on for a month and a half and all of a sudden
1: you know falls the wall yeah it's it's be crazy it's going to be busy and i'm going to have to readjust my play time because right now it's kind of like all right i'll get to it when i get to it at that point it's going to be like if i don't keep on top of this i'm not going to know what's going on so yeah 7-2, uh, I said there was the full exhibition Grand Arena Championship, five-week exhibition championship, rewards and progression not final here as well, so they're still tweaking things through this exhibition they called it a dress rehearsal uh, they're monitoring for cheating and technical stability, so basically what they're doing is hopefully in this exhibition version working out all the kinks so that when Grand Arena Championship 1 comes out everything is working as it's supposed to Um, yeah.
2: so if you're going to cheat wait this one out don't don't show your cards the first time through
1: i know there's going to be things that end up popping up in that first one but it's going to be i'm at least hoping that a couple things happen and that is a the mods things resolved resolved b auto deploy is actually working as intended and yeah because if you set one team on defense it doesn't auto deploy the rest of them or if you just different things like this. Or you don't even set characters, but you set a ship. That used to auto-deploy. Now, the good news is, we'll get to this two seconds from now. I'll just say it now. But Grand Arena Championship is exclusively running 5v5 only. And they're sticking with this format now, but 3v3 and ships may be added later, possibly. Which, I'm not surprised, but I 3v3 Grand Arena is my favorite. Of all the grand arenas, so not having it kind of bums me out.
2: It's I love it because it's a, it's an easy way to put a unique twist on the game at this point. Like the changes how so many things interact by comparison, and, and combos that may not have be been good are good again. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I, I think it should be a permanent game mode somewhere.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Other than other than Omega Battles, <laughs> which I think is three. <laughs> If I remember,
1: that is true. I quick story because I like to go off the rails. Omega battles one of my favorite things of it was back in the day when you used to have to fight phasma with Jawas, and my Jawas were garbage. But for some reason, my engineer for the droid team was really good, and I used to put that on auto, and Jawa engineer would win the whole thing just by healing himself and throwing out thermals and. Ag- the Omega battle would take about 15 minutes on auto, but Jawa engineer with his thermals and his heels would knock out the whole thing. I think I have it. It used to be on our YouTube uh, in a 15 minute battle of just Jawa versus every first order that came in his way. Every time I think of every time someone mentions Omega battles, I think of that. I don't know why, but yeah, they definitely
0: three
2: V three.
1: The, uh, Random story, I don't know. August 1st through... August 1st, there's two weeks of cooldown, so they're, that's the time they're going to take to make any significant changes. Uh, Championship 1 will follow this cooldown period, and they haven't decided they're going to wipe stats for Grand Arena Championships before Championship 1. Uh, they're just going to see if that'll depend on what happens in the exhibition, if they see a lot of cheating or stability issues, that kind of stuff, so we'll see if... The exhibition really works into our stats and everything, but the first one should start the second week of August for the actual five week um
0: rendering championships.
1: <laughs> yeah. Five weeks. Just think about that's that. That's be so long. You can't even get twelve in a month. That'll be more like what? Ten? Nine? So
0: that's, that's, that's thinking bananas. thinking time wise, these things are long. And yeah. one a
1: week? That's crazy. So I think that's it for the timing. So just look out for that TU-16 next week. I I love updates. They always bring something surprising. Like, uh, I think the most recent surprise that I enjoyed from these little updates was challenges moving to five seconds.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. They had mentioned that in camera where it was. Somebody mentioned it to Carrie. She's like, "Oh yeah, that should be super easy."
1: And suddenly, and there it is. Did,
2: they just did it, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, I, if I could send Sundays, I, two minutes do or thirty seconds to do a minute doing it as opposed to waiting two minutes apiece, man, so much better. Yeah. Uh, one post that came out today, uh, changes to gear twelve inflow. They are putting out better ways to acquire gear twelve plus pieces, and I, I don't know where you're at in the heroic Sith the raid, but I, when I venture a guess to say you're probably not getting top ten like I'm not getting top ten, so gear twelve plus is a nightmare of annoyance.
2: I, uh, I, I don't bother raiding, frankly. <laughs> I just don't. I don't have the time, or I, I should say, I don't want to put the time in for it. You know, it's like yeah. There's not that many people who really do it anymore. It's like the same six, seven people who go in there and just clear them and they get the top spots. It's like, okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then I check my inbox later and everything's good. Yeah, hell, I got
2: (laughs) something for nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, for those of us out there not worried about raiding, they're finding better ways to get Gear 12 Plus to players with Gear 12 finishers coming out. So they're adding Gear 12 Plus pieces to the Grand Arena store. They're adding Gear 12 Plus pieces to the Geo territory battle prize box that you get at the end unclear from their post was whether a full piece is possible out of that prize box. I would hope so, but, uh, who knows? So at least you're getting pieces out of there. And then also available from geo territory battle, Mark II guild event token store. They'll be available there as well as gear 12 finisher prototypes will be farmable. Um, This one we talked about last week when they had to announce the injector series of things. I think there was an injector head. uh, Injector head's the only one I can remember. Uh, Don't ask me why. But injector head, there were three of them. I assume injectors are the piece that you can't farm from PVE nodes, and that all the rest of the salvage that you need to finish with those injectors, is what's going to be farmable in the PVE spots. But I guess we'll see. So, uh, they're also adding harder to get gear pieces that we always stuck on to the Grand Arena store if you add more places for me to get stun gun salvage mark 4 stun gun salvage I'm all for it because if I need stun cuffs I wait every refresh and I can probably get 10 to 15 of them or same with carbontes but stun guns yeah stun guns never seem to show up in stores for me
2: really I do have so much trouble with it, but I, I burn shard shopping.
0: Mm-hmm. That's where most of my currency goes.
1: For sure. Add another place for it, a mall for it. The last place, last thing, kind of exciting. Something that a lot of people have asked for in the past. Curious what your thoughts on it were. Uh, Zeta Challenge also changing the 0 to 2 chances going away. To always getting one guaranteed. So guaranteed six a week, no chance at two. Which
0: do you prefer? So it's just two stock, no chance for more? Yes.
2: I could tell you that if I could pull the data, that that would result in me probably having an extra two to three zetas a week. Yeah. I And, and would have this whole time if we did it that way. Um. Although it's suspicious, they're doing this after double drops is over. Like, <laughs> what are they trying to hide?
1: Like, come on, gonna drop this out right before? You know, if this comes in the update next week, we might still be eligible for some of the later. But We'll see.
2: I it's it's. I, don't <laughs> know. I guess Zetas are they're hard to come by, but it's not the hardest thing in the game anymore.
1: No, no, no. I I. I I'm almost always sitting on at least sixty of them. I just don't spend them, only because I yeah. there's always something coming out that's going to need some of them. So,
2: I once I get to, uh, once I get above forty, I'm usually like, I'm going to find something stupid to spend.
1: Yeah, I need to, to like, spend one of these
2: and you have to keep a, one in the bank.
1: Though. Yeah, always
0: have a backup. So That makes sense. Um. Yeah.
1: So that's pretty much that's pretty much all the news from this week. Uh, as far as Things left we got. I really want to go over this uh Geonosian Brood Alpha kit. What do you think? You want to talk about this, dude? Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hang on a second. A lot of times uh I have preview characters up on
1: it. Yeah, I love using that one when I do this. I think I checked earlier tonight it wasn't there, so we have to go it's, off the... It's not there have to go off the yeah. forum post but the I love the GG one cuz you get the stats and you get the all the I mean
2: even the basics like I don't usually go too deep into my look at it but like speed, how much damage on base these things are doing, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh yeah, it shouldn't take too long to burn this thing. It's not a ton of info.
0: Yeah. We got it. Uh bring this up on the stream. I got the the little uh I did have them. All right, hold on. I'm going to add them. So you guys have, have something to look at while we do this. I got the little, the little gifts. You guys can see what we're talking about here. thought I added these before we started, but take me two seconds. Hmm. <laughs> How are your geos? Uh, not great. <clears throat> I remember. I mean, my Sunfec's okay. Yeah, mine... I think I have... I have... What's his face? What is his Poggle? face? Not Poggle.
1: Geo Soldier from back in the day. He was an easy gear back in the day. He was, was an even easier gear. Yeah, I have him at gear 11. I don't remember really putting anything into him to get him there, so...
2: Yeah, he called an assist. He's a lot of damage. The time
1: oh, man. <clears throat> he and was a staple was on my on Phasma-led arena team <laughs> back in the day. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, don't think I didn't run a full first order team with you know Phasma. It was bad, but fun.
1: I had Phasma in the arena for probably the first eight months of this game. Like, yeah, it was funny because,
2: <laughs> like, as far as leaders go, she was such a Swiss Army leader. Like, there was no reason not to use her if you didn't have a better option. Yeah. And it's funny, again, newer players don't realize this, but for a long time, faction tags were functionally useless. Like, nothing, there was no reason to put characters from the same group together.
1: Yeah, because most leaders were all allies gain this, this, and this. And mm-hmm.
2: Or if it was a faction specific, it was super minor.
1: Yeah, like, you get defensive up if you apply a debuff. Alright. So, Ocean Brood Alpha Unit name. I just said it. <laughs> Alignment, dark, categories, dark side, support, Geonosian, separatist, and he's also a leader. Uh, he's a Geonosian support that swar- swarms enemies. Man, getting stuck in my mouth there. Geonosian support that swarms enemies with summoned allies and hive mind. Hive mind is actually the buff that we heard about when he was announced uh, that everyone was excited for, but this, he has even more than that going for him so you want to cover the abilities i'm just kind of sure cool
2: yeah it's... Uh, his basic is called shield bash uh which as you might have mentioned he bashes with shield <laughs> does physical damage and dispels all buffs on them if it's a crit uh the animation i love flies near and just like crashes down him with a shield <laughs> uh i'm a sucker for sword and board in any game so i i, I dig that Um. Uh,
0: he might be the only one, one, right? Anyone else have a sword a and a shield? Nobody has a
2: shield at all.
1: Yeah, Man. so this is the first dude.
2: It's not a very Star Wars-y thing. Yeah, very we don't true. have a Riot Trooper, unfortunately, yet, because I think he has a shield.
1: That's
0: very
2: true. Uh, special one is Glaive Sweep. He does a big ol' fly-up and sweep motion with his sword-bowl-arm-looking thing. Spell all buffs on all enemies, deal physical damage to all enemies, and expose them that here moves 50% turn meter from any enemy. Um, that seems fine. It's not a three-turn cooldown. We don't see a damage number in the GIF. Uh, I don't really know how much going to do, but Dispel All Buffs on All Enemies is pretty good on a three-turn cooldown.
1: Well, it's funny because you have an individual debuff on his basic, and then you also have this Dispel All Buffs for All Enemies on his special, so this dude's going to be debuffing a lot of the time, even outside outside well, of his turn,
2: with Sunfac on the team who dispels on basic mm-hmm. and calling all these assists, there's just nothing's going to stay buff.
1: Mm. <laughs> For sure, there goes your uh, yeah. there goes your crit damage immunity again or damage immunity. Exactly, <laughs>
2: you, you understand why it's like it, on paper it looks so good. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, special number two conscription says so three turn cooldown. Dispel all debuffs on Geonosian allies, summon a Geonosian Brute to battle if the ally slot is available, or if there's one already present, gets critical damage up and offense up for turns. Then all Geo allies gain 50% turn meter and recover 35% health protection. So, this is the summon ability, which is they had, <clears throat> when we had them on our show in, uh, at Celebration, they talked about the summoning abilities that was going to happen in the battle. And they didn't tell us we were gonna get access to them so quickly as a player character. But uh I love this.
1: Yeah. It's 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 pretty inventive too, the actual way they implemented it. Because they've always had that ally slot and now they've found a way to yep. use it to create this summon. So I think this is awesome, especially with the way the way we'll get into the way the actual guy his abilities are too. Mm. It's just really yeah, crazy.
2: Well, and I like it too because it's it's not like if he's there the ability is useless. You can still use it because mm-hmm. um, it heals people and
1: gives the and uh, gives damage up. yeah and gives those buffs.
2: The, the so. so yeah, that's that's a, it's a great ability. Three tree cooldown again, super reasonable. I'm thinking, I'm guessing this guy's gonna be slow, like
1: fairly slow. Yeah, Let's with those, those with those big cooldowns, or low cooldowns. It'd be interesting to see, yeah. for sure. Because I don't think the Geos themselves have a lot of turn meter manipulation. I mean, his abilities do. So he might, even if he's slow, he's. it seems like every, at least his two specials have turn meter on him. Yeah, his basic doesn't, but... That's true. There are He does have ways to speed himself up, even if he has a slow uh, base yeah. stat. And then another thing to note, we didn't even mention... Another reason you might use this, even if you have him, but he dispels all debuffs on all Geo allies. So if you're running a full Geo team, yeah. you have a way to cleanse and you have a way to dispel the other team. I mean, a lot of ways and heal, and heal. So this dude, full on support, no doubt.
2: Yeah. Uh, his leader ability is Genosian Swarm, which is, this is this is a bonkers leader ability. Ocean allies have plus 15,000 health and protection. <laughs> which is just its like basically that first that first part of that sentence reads, we have a bunch of launch characters we want to make relevant again.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Straight up stats. Uh, he also gives,
2: right, just, just have a pile of health.
1: Um
2: <laughs> he gives them a 50% health steal, they recover a 3% protection when they use their basic, and their basic abilities deal 10% more damage from each debuffed enemy. So if you got you're sitting on 5 debuffed enemies, you're doing 50% more damage with the basic. That's that's pretty, pretty spicy.
1: On a basic uh, that, that when you easy. get to your unique, you're going to see how often they're going to be using those basics and healing themselves. So, mm-hmm. along with all the extra heal and protection.
2: Speaking of which, we're here at Queen's
0: Will is the first uh, unique.
2: This is a, another Zeta. We don't know what parts of Zeta are necessary. Uh, The Geonosian Brute Alpha has 60% tenacity. All Geo allies have the Hive Mind buff while Geonosian Alpha is active, which can't be dispelled or prevented. When another Geonosian ally is defeated, reduce the cooldown of conscription by one. That is the uh, cleanse slash summon slash heal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Slash many things.
2: Yeah. At the start of the encounter, summon a Geonosian Brute who taunts for one. I bet that right there is the z
1: that would make to the most sense brute. because yeah, leaving this ability it had a lot of really good stuff in it but when i saw that part i'm like that'll be huge if you're running a full geonosian team because yeah, you, now, now you all got a pre-taunt <laughs> well you start with six and, and you pre-taunt so and then that yeah. pre-taunt guy has fifteen thousand health and protection and all his stats it's crazy
2: so and then the Hive Mind buff, which is also bonkers. It uh, the assist whenever another Geonosian ally uses an ability during his turn, dealing fifty percent less damage, and equalize health protection with Hive Mind allies whenever an enemy uses an ability. So that's great. They are literally going to be constantly assisting. Uh,
1: yeah. If you watch the gifs, 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 I always say it wrong. You watch the, the animated pictures on the forum there post. They always, every one of his abilities he uses, the special and the, uh, pretty much everything, everyone next to him starts going in. So the amount of basics being thrown out to heal yourself for 3% protection is massive, especially when this is, goes for every geo ally using an ability they just if they're doing decent damage, they're going to be wrecking balls. If they're doing Ewok damage, which is what I'm willing to bet that these guys are going to be looking like more so than wrecking balls, then it still will be good, but it'll be crazy. It's just going to be interesting to see which side they fall on on a on a short trooper, imperial trooper type level or on a Ewok Ewok level.
2: It's hard to say,
0: because um, this guy might do decent damage us. I mean, Ogle does give offense up. Yeah, that's
1: true.
2: Are they all going to have... He has a Separatist tag, right? He does. I mean, I could see, see you running four uh, Geos, you know, Brood, Soldier, sunfac, and Spy, and stick in a fifth who can affect Separatists in that slot. I mean, for all we know, Walk might fit there, right? He might that was very uh, true. trigger off the, the Separatist type. Um, so there's, there's, there's a lot
1: of... Moving uh, parts. Stuff. Yeah, But I like moving part teams. Synergy is our fun. Yeah, for
2: sure. What I'm curious about a lot, too, is it's not as bad right now, but there was a long time where
0: days was just everything. Mm-hmm. We should just shut all this down. It'll be cleansing often enough. I don't think it'll be a problem. But we'll have to see. Uh,
1: For Forsuero? Forsever- I always say your name wrong in chat, but uh, I get what you're asking. Um, If they assist based off the ability saying to assist and then the fact that he used an ability calling the assist, if they will double tap for that reason.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Sure.
1: I don't. Well, know if that will be the case.
2: We have a GIF and it's only once.
0: So if we go by the the animated picture, <laughs> then uh it looks like only once, but we shall see. So
2: wait a minute, am I thinking on the right one? Which one am I looking
1: at? See, I don't think that he has an ability to call everyone in.
2: He, yeah, he doesn't have a, a, a mass assist.
1: No. Does someone else? On the team? No. No, none of the other Geos uh, G- do.
2: Geo Spy has a random assist, but it's only a single. So you'll get an extra tap out of somebody. Yeah. Because their assist won't trigger one because it's not their
0: Yes, exactly. Yes, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, there's no mass assist ability on Brood. It just looks like it from the the GIFs because of...
2: Now that being said, no, because then it's not a Geo one. So that makes sense. Let's think if there's any other uh, separatists. That...
0: No. I don't think there are. So...
2: Well, he does have one more unique uh, the Genosian Brute. Basically, it's just this second character uh, who does have their own tags, too Dark Side, Geonosian, Separatist, and Tank. Uh, basic uh, is their Goading Strike, deals physical damage, and taunts for one. So. With him constantly assisting, he's just always gonna be content. hmm Oh, here we go. Swarm tactics. Deal physical damage to the target enemy and call all other geo allies to assist.
1: Apparently we weren't there yeah. yet for Saro, so now we know <laughs> what you're talking ready. about. There is no GIF uh, for this ability, so <sighs> we will definitely switch.
2: Calling him each twice is gonna be brutal. It is a four turn cooldown. Um mm-hmm. Question is, if he dies and gets resummoned, does that reset the cooldown?
1: <laughs> Probably. New character. Right? If you so, think of what a summon is, it's not calling the same guy back, it's calling a new one.
2: Now, okay. if I were them, for balance reasons, I would share cooldowns, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, and it has a unique reckless retaliation. Genosian Brute has 25% offense for, uh, for each active Genosian ally and 100% counter. That brute's going to be brutal. Uh, There's some in the unique two summoned, basically just some rules, provisos, and quid pro quos. This unit's stats scale with the summoner stats. This unit can only be summoned to the ally slot if it's available. can't be summoned in raids, which is...
1: I guess because there's no ally
2: slot. I'm thinking there's just technical like, well, we'd have to rework all this to make it available. They're like, nope, forget it. (laughs) He's
1: not not going. Uh,
2: can be revived. When they're defeated, it is not considered a defeated unit, so it's not going to trigger on-death things. Uh, when there are no other allied combatants, this unit escapes, so basically it can't be the last one standing. A unit can't be revived if this summoned unit exists in their
0: slot. So. So, so if you summon someone after
1: someone died, he's going to take the slot, spot of the died person and not the ally slot.
2: No, see, I think what it means is if you had an ally in a pve environment
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that ally dies you could summon him there but if you oh, have okay
1: a, yeah that would make that's sense yes because but... it makes you pick an ally too so right yeah right um, the the defeat one is interesting to me when a unit is defeated it is not considered a defeated unit because brood alpha has a when another Geonosian ally is defeated, reduce the cooldown of conscription Ooh, by nice. one. That one's surprised. See, I was thinking every time he died, it would make it easier for you to bring him back, but that does not trigger the cooldown for conscription. So, him, the brute dying is not going to help you bring him back quicker. That's so we shall see.
2: Where's that? That's in Queen's Will, right? At, uh, yes, uh-huh. in the
1: unique. It's halfway through that bigger paragraph.
2: Oh yeah, when another generation ally is defeated, yeah. So my my guess is these are this block of text is the rules for their summoned abilities, right? Like everything that summoned is going to have this specific set of rules.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: set the groundwork from the
1: start. Up, if they start introducing these types of characters, now you know what right. to expect. Which
2: mm-hmm. is what the wide wings are going to be in uh, with the negotiator, I suspect. you
0: gonna be calling. When we see a full kit reveal. No, obviously. Right. Yes, yeah, so that's the Geo Brood Alpha.
2: Or the GBA? GBA. Or Geo Bro. I like that.
1: Geo Bro? g Bro? Geo Bro! There's only one last thing that I wanted to talk about before we find out how bad we are at trivia. But the Geo Spy changes. Uh, they change Geo Spy when, they int- when they're introducing uh, Brood Alpha because there is a way... For him, they were worried about an infinite loop, and they're cutting that out before it happens. Um, so they're changing his old unique, which was GeoSpy gains stealth for three turns at the start of each encounter, and whenever he scores a crit hit, whenever Geonosian also ally inflicts a negative status effect, GeoSpy gains 70% turn meter. That could get crazy quick, apparently with something going on with Brode yep. Alpha or maybe something coming after him. Who knows? But Geo Spy gains stealth for three turns. This is the new one. Geo Spy gains stealth for three turns at the start of each encounter and whenever he scores a crit hit. Whenever a Geo ally inflicts a negative status effect during their turn, Geo Spy gains 20% turn meter. So they dropped it from 70 to 20 assuming that uh, they're testing. Testing. Yeah, I said testing. 20% was the number where it's not going to cause an infinite loop, so...
2: Right.
1: We'll see, we'll see why they do that as we start playing with this character or if something else comes, but... Obviously felt the need to change him now.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to see why, just off the top, like, just looking at these
0: other kits of the... Of the you know, that
2: I have thus far not figured out.
1: Well, someone must... How many of them apply debuffs? Because if they're on constantly the being, yeah, if it's on their basic, because it would have to be the basic, I think, because since they're called to assist so often, if they're calling to them to assist, and five of them or three of the five are putting a debuff every time, then yeah, I don't know. I mean, Poggle
2: does ability block on basic, but it's not very good. It's like sixty percent
0: chance, and his potency's not. He's like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know I'm who a, this. Some fact. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I'm not the best theory crafter out there, so I'm missing something. I'm sure. I am sure that we will uh, get some clarity on this eventually. So, but that
1: has changed. It is was announced today. So, yeah. All right. Well, this is where I would play the trivia sounder. So if you want to sing some jazz music for everyone, go ahead. Uh. (laughs) All right. I wouldn't have either, so I don't blame you.
3: It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the outer rim. It's time for the shattered order trivia. May the force be with you.
1: Um, shattered order trivia. If you've never done it, you've never seen this before. Basically, we have about five to nine to ten questions. About the game, uh, this week we have general questions, so pretty much if you have general knowledge of the game, which I'm sure you do, we talk about it every week, um, hopefully we don't end up feeling terrible about this. But last week, so let me let me preface this, last week was math, and for everyone out there, Tesh, our uh, trivia guru, wanted me to let everyone know that the... He wanted me to let everyone know that 30% was the average of what people got right. So if you did bad last week on the math portion of the trivia, where I got one out of nine, um, a lot of people did, so don't feel bad. So we'll see what happens this week.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm ready here. Do I hit the start button?
1: Uh, You can hit it. It won't ask you the question yet. I'm going to give the code to everyone else. So if you're wa- playing trivia... Uh, (laughs) The No, I don't think this refers to General Kenobi and General Grievous. I think that's general generality. So (laughs) uh
2: General Veers also, thank you very much. Oh, see?
1: Forgot one. Your your quizzes code is 340558. 340558. If you're playing along at home, put that into your quizzes app or your quizzes website. And then you'll be good to go with us. So I'm going to hit join here. Enter my name. And now we're on the start. All right. Are you ready, Mr. H? I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever be. All right. First question is... Still loading. All right. There it is. Time for a random Swugga trivia. Who can apply the most thermals to a single enemy? Jawa Scavenger, Mob Enforcer, Dingar, or Greedo?
2: Well, I mean, we're just going to answer and we'll give the answers at the end. Yes. Go ahead and
1: answer okay. and then I'll ask you if you've answered after I answer and then we'll go from there. Sure, sure. All right, I've answered. Have you answered? I have. I picked Dingar because I, yep. I think he can apply five to six. He
2: applies a number of uh, thermal debts. That is split up by how many characters are left. So there's only one left. You could dump the most on him.
1: Yeah, that's I, that's why I love using him under a Zam lead. Just because if you have a hard time with like the boss at the end of an encounter, you can just throw all of them on him. <laughs> yeah, crazy. All right, question two: Which of these characters that which of these characters stacking damage is completely out of your control? Young Han. Infus Nest, Finn, or Wampa? That's Young Han, Infus Nest, Finn, or Wampa? I have... I've pulled two out, I think, but I don't know which... I I don't know which of the other two it is. Actually, I think I know.
2: I already answered it.
1: Alright, I clicked Infus Nest, because I think it's based on or people attacking her.
2: Yes, although I think it's a little misleading to say completely out of your control could do stupid things like leave her in their solo and just let her just get smacked around,
1: yeah, or stealth everyone else but her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Third question: In the Anakin plus Night Sisters Phase Three solo, initiate is ideally modded for crit chance, health, potency, no increases at all. Alright, so I think we're both on equal ground here.
2: <laughs> I'm taking a shot in the dark just because I know Nice pretty well.
1: hmm Alright. Alright, let's see here. I'm just gonna guess as well. I'd guess crit chance, what did you guess? Crit chance. Yeah. I figured I think there's something in her kit. I don't use her. I think there's something in her kit that she needs to crit to do something else, but can't remember. All right, both of us three for three, doing good. Four out of nine. This is question four of nine. Okay, new game. Which of these three is not like the other? In faction tags, Boba Fett, Darth Vader, Director Krennic, Range Trooper. Again, that's which of these three is not like the other? In faction tags, Boba Fett, Darth Vader, Director Krennic, and Range Trooper. I am. Confused. It's trying to trick me, though. I think it is, too. Or maybe it's not, because I try to read Tesha's mind all the time and fail. So, is anyone else in there a scoundrel? Or well, I guess I shouldn't talk out loud.
2: <laughs> I've already, already made my choice.
1: Alright, well, I'm gonna go... Alright. Didn't trick me. I still went Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> and got it right. So... I dearly didn't want to click it, but I didn't have any other choice. So 5 out of 9, which of these 3 is not like the other in leadership abilities? assage Shark Tits, that's Shakti if you didn't know. <laughs>
2: I picked that up, yeah.
1: Lobot and Jin Erso.
2: No problem, I got that one down pat.
1: Alright, and I picked Jin only because I don't think she does speed? Is that what you were going yes. with? Alright. good to go. Joke's
2: on you. I know Lobot's kit very well. So <laughs> it was easy
1: for me. Someone was saying, someone was telling me earlier today that you had a Gear 12 Lobot, and I'm like,
2: man. Uh, I think he's 11 and change. I don't think I've gotten around to actually putting that last bit of gear on him.
1: What's That's holding you back? Shame. What's holding you back? Uh,
2: just what I it think... is? <laughs> nope. No, he is Gear Twelve. Okay,
1: break that. There you <laughs> go. Gear Twelve, Lobot. bot. Maybe he'll get a rework someday to make those droids meta again. Just, That'd be nice. just
2: give him a droid tag. That's all it takes. Give him a droid tag.
1: Mm, that would be quite interesting as well. Uh, question six. They all granted speed. They all granted speed except Jin. Oh, I guess that was telling us the answer for the last one. How about these? Which of these three is not like the other or which one of these is not like the other three in healing techniques?
2: Got it. No! What? No! That's not true! Got it wrong. Uh,
1: let's see. Alright. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna guess you said Jedi Consular.
2: Because the other guys still give heal up. They still give hots.
1: I think that the main thing was that Chirrut's heal is an equalizer and the other three just do no. a heal. Chirrut isn't an equalizer? Yeah, he equalizes he, heal. He only get <laughs> Tasha. we going to have to talk about this? <laughs> I can wait if you want to look it up. I know the I'm going to look it up. The other three don't uh, equalize. They actually provide heal, a heal number and Chirrut equalizes.
2: is the only one who doesn't give any heal... Uh, over times. Buff.
1: Hmm. That's an interesting argument to make.
2: I always I he go for equalize. those things. So... Yeah, but definitely Tons is the one who doesn't give any deal over So...
1: He says Tesh... Tesh um, is in chat. He's the trivia guy who made the trivia. He said, uh-huh. Jawa Engineer doesn't do HOTS. What? Really? Yeah.
2: I'll admit, I don't know much about Java Engineer. <laughs> So that's entirely possible. Now we gotta look at this stupid. Kid. What <laughs> how I look at this kit. No, yeah, it doesn't have anything. Okay, fine, Tesh.
1: <laughs> All Let's right, win this round. Question seven out of nine. What about these think leaderships? There's only three instead of four, so I guess it's which one is not like the other two. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess Greedo because his name wasn't Fett, but that is incorrect.
2: No, I think it's because the other ones give bonus to crit damage and or chance, and I didn't think Jango. Oh yeah, all crit damage.
1: Yep. So the answer was plus fifty percent C D except for Django. Uh question eight. What about these in their assist calling? Hermit Yoda. Bastila Sean, General Kenobi, and C-3PO. I have chosen.
2: It's a tough one. When guess? I don't know. Think. Hey, hey, long. I I did guess.
1: Yeah, it's a mass assist. Bastila is the only one that doesn't mass assist.
2: Oh, does it? See, I don't. Because Hermit Yoda I will.
1: Hermit Yoda does it with the, everyone that has the buffs, and then the other two just do it in general. Well, oh no, Kenobi does it. If I don't remember why Kenobi. Does it. Anyways, who it was the master? Uh Last question nine out of nine. How about these dispellers? We've got Paplu, Asukatano, Shark Tits, and First Order Stormtrooper. These dispellers. I think. Nope. Oh, I know which one. Damn, it is. That my, yeah, that was Yeah, that's
2: where I wanted to go to.
1: It was dispel on basic, I think. And we won't be able to be given the answer because there's no more questions. But I'm pretty sure Ahsoka Tano with a rework dispels on basic. Yep.
2: Um, for so first of stormtrooper
1: on his basic. I don't know that kit very if well. He,
2: if he has advantage, if he has advantage, he uh uh dispels on basic. That's why I picked Pamplu. I thought it was his special that dispelled, that, that not
1: his basic. Deal physical, this is Stormtrooper. If deal physical damage to target enemy with a 50% chance to inflict speed down, this chance is increased increase to 100 on crit hit. If First Order Stormtrooper has advantage, dispel all buffs from the target. That's... Hmm, we'll have to ask Tush what the difference between the, him and the other two were. Tesh, if you're in chat, let us know what the answer... Why Yeah, I think
2: they're right. They're saying it because that in order to do it, Stormtrooper needs uh, advantage instead of just being able to do it on basic. It's Paploos basic, but I wasn't sure on
1: Yeah, Paploos basic I knew I know, because it's special. like almost vital in the C-3PO event, but... yeah. If it was just, if it's because it's dependent on a buff, ah- Ahsoka's is based on crits, I think. And I don't no, know. No, just does it on
2: basic, no. Just oh, it's bold. just
1: on the, okay. What is, who was the third one? I don't even remember.
2: Shakti. She does it on basic. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, how'd you do? I got seven. I got eight. I
2: feel, I feel pretty good about that.
1: Seven is a very respectable score, considering last week most of us were doing ones and threes
2: <laughs> uh it's about math i would have just been sitting here crying while you read the pictures
1: oh that's yeah. why
2: any pictures instead of words and-
1: it was based it, a lot of the questions last week were based on this person gives you this percentage of this if their health is this how much it was like oh my god my head's spinning and when you've been po- nope. we, last week we that was about right around the three hour mark so yeah I did drink last week, so I had drank, it was three <laughs> hours in, and I'm like, maths is not for me right now. Yeah.
2: So.
1: <laughs> Alright then, well, once again, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, if you have not listened to the Galactic War Report, I suggest you go find them on iTunes or any of those podcasts, pod catchers, and check them out because they are very good and a lot of fun so appreciate you coming on man
2: yeah it's been a lot of uh, a lot of fun I appreciate you having me on
1: we'll have to do this again sometime for sure yeah sure sounds good alright well for everyone out there listening we appreciate you come check out our discord discord.me slash shattered order where you can influence the things we do on the show with QA's we talk all week and uh, pretty much we love the community feedback to help us out with uh, what we do so Go check that out this week, and then you will be able to find out exactly when we are starting the live stream next week. So, yeah. Until then, thanks again, Mr. H. Thanks for the Galactic War podcast, for having Wink on, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Sounds great. (laughs) Later, man.